Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in living the status quo life, who wants to hear from other ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. All right, guys. So today I want to talk about this idea of looking for life in dead-end places. It was a message at the church I go to here in Chicago, Soul City, um, and I just thought, oh, this is so good. Because I've found in my business, in my life, that looking back, I was looking for life and love and joy and happiness and connection and fulfillment. I was looking to get it from the wrong source. And I found for me personally um, that I can give myself most of the things that I seek outside of me, but some of the dead ends that I feel I sought these things from uh, were taught in society to, to seek, you know, fulfillment and joy and happiness in our, in our work. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't find fulfillment in your work because I too really enjoy finding fulfillment in my work. But what I, what I mean is I think so many, so many of us have been sold this idea of like, if you work hard enough, if you gain enough recognition or enough appreciation or accolades, or if you color enough hair or whatever your job is that you will find kind of like the golden ticket. And, um, it's a Willy Wonka reference. And I, I never found mine and I didn't even know that I was doing it wrong, approaching it wrong. I, I, I think that what ultimately has shifted for me in my life and what has made me be able to enjoy my career so much more is I'm not asking for it to be my everything because that's a dead end. And that's how I've interpreted, that's my kind of version of the quote is like me seeking to get all my needs met from my work, all my needs met, my extracurricular, like the, the inspiration, the extracurricular like hobby feeling, the inspiration, the creativity, uh, the connection. I mean, I think so many of us are asking our careers to be our everything. And I know that I was, and I feel as though I freed up my career. I feel like I started to, you know, like if you were to think of like a pie, a piece of a pie, almost my whole pie was career. And I thought like that it would be enough. Like if I did it well enough, if I did it enough, if I had enough, um, if I did enough and I got enough that it would be like all I needed. But what I found was that by divvying up the pie to other categories that were malnourished or not focused on, like my personal life, passions, family, friends, all these other areas, my wellness, um, mental health, all these other areas 
by by kind of divvying up my bandwidth between all of those that ultimately it lessened the burden on my career, which made my career that much better. And I think so many of us think if we don't pump the, if we don't, if we let go of the gas a little bit, if we take our foot off the gas, then it means that we're going to lose traction. We're going to lose, um, you know, the momentum we have and we're going to get behind. But what I've ultimately found is that by being able to take breaks and to slow down, I'm able to have a career and a life that actually is way more in tune with who I am today. I, I started off my career like, you know, so many of us at 19 and I ran myself hard from 19 to 30. And that's not to say like, well, poor me. My point is that I never actually slowed down incrementally to adjust the direction, adjust the plan to, you know, like I did, but I didn't, right? Like, I mean, I made moves. I I moved salons twice and then I opened a salon and then I closed that one. And then at 30, I went off on my own, but I never really slowed down enough to question the status quo, to question like, oh, hey, is this the direction I really want to go for who I am as a person, for what brings me joy, for, you know, like really customize it. And I think that if we allow ourselves um, and we have the we have the self-worth to slow down, which I didn't for a long time, I think that we're better able to make sure that we're going in a direction that's congruent with the person we are, not the person we were when we started. Because on this path, on this journey, the person that started, you're going to keep changing and evolving and showing up. And that person that you were when you started isn't the person you are in the middle of it, if you're doing it right. (laughs) And, um, you know, having experiences and you won't be the same person. But what you end up, what I ended up doing was I kept keeping the plan as though I was that person. And I never actually got to know the person I was becoming and the person that I was uh, in the process. And so I ended up being on a path that looked very much like, look at her go. But really, it was never really growing with me. It was that, that 19 year old's dream. And I think that's something we all need to be really aware of that, um, some dreams have like, they've run their course. And, um, when I was closing my first salon with ending my partnership, I had started, um, it's kind of funny talking about dreams. I had gotten giving keys when we started, which are these necklaces that like are a key for like a hotel room key and etched on them is a quote or I mean a word. Uh, and, and the one that I picked for us when we were opening, uh, and got myself one was, um, dream. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is a dream and I'm, I'm chasing it, you know? And what the whole point of a giving key is, is that someday when someone needs the key, the word on the key more than you, that you give the key to that person. I just thought it was a cool concept. So 
when I was closing the salon, I got um, the week I was closing. This is just such a cool story. I got in the mail a key because someone I know and love knew I was going through this difficult time of ending my partnership. And she sent me a key that said, let go. Anna Brene Brown, just doozy of a quote. And I, that person didn't know my connection to the giving key. Um, and what felt really fitting after I'd gotten that was like, I have to let this dream go. And it was like, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a metaphor, but it was like the, the, the dream, like this dream, like I have to let it go. Like for whatever reason. And I didn't understand at the time, you know, like I didn't want to let it go. I didn't want it to be over. And, um, I, I gave the key to one of my clients who I love, who's actually been on an episode, Jesse Fisher. Um, she was moving to New York to star in Broadway. And I was like, oh my God, like she's got, she's got a dream and she's got to chase it. So I'm giving her my dream key. And um, I actually also got another dream key in the mail, another, not dream, another giving key in the mail around that time also. And it was a courage giving key. And um, I don't know. I just think it's uh, a nice reminder of how we have to be willing to evolve and we have to be willing to take a little bit of the pressure off of one area so that we can see, let it shake out, let it be, you know, it's kind of that whole, like we're not gripping so tight. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just wanted to share that because, um, yeah, I don't know. I just think that we have for myself, I think so many of us, like we've been following the rules, right? Like this is what, this is what you do to become a successful fill in the blank. And, um, I don't know. I think that we have a lot more power and we have a lot more ability once we've been doing what we do for a while to go, I think there's a better way. I think that I could tweak it here. I think I could do this. And I think that, uh, empowering ourselves to be like, experts at what we do like at what point are you going to like make it work more for you and um again like I think some of us are waiting for permission I know I was and now I tell people all the time I'm like sometimes when you're making changes you almost know you're on the right track when you start kind of looking around and you want to say is this allowed (laughs) like am I allowed to do this because it means that you're living like in a different way at your edge and you're doing, you're doing what you do in a way that honors you, that you start to think that it's not allowed. Like, am I allowed to like work the way I'm working? And it's like, bingo, you're on the right track. Because if you don't know that, like if you kind of are waiting for some sort of life referee to jump out with a whistle in his mouth and say like, can't do it. Like a, like a, I don't know. I don't know why I picture that person jumping out and being like, not allowed, Lindsay, try again. But I think that that's when we're on the right track of like, when we're starting to say to ourselves, is this allowed? Am I allowed to do this? Like, and in most times, like I've found that, yeah, I am. No one, you just, no one, no one showed me that it was possible. And, uh, the other thing I like to end this on is saying, 
If you're not weirding a few, few people out, then you're probably not dreaming big enough. You're probably not being you enough because I've been told my whole life by people, not everyone, because a lot of people do get me now, but I've been told like, oh my God, you're so weird. And I think it used to hurt my feelings. I don't think it, I know it did. And now I think if you're not weirding people out and there's not a couple people telling you that you're a weirdo or that they don't understand you, then you're probably not being all of who you are because it's going to weird some people out. And I'll just leave you with that because it's helped me. I'll even have people be like, oh my God, I forgot how weird you were. And I'm like, that's okay. You're welcome to remember any time. It kind of reminds me also of being at a bachelorette party with some people from high school and someone was like wasted. And she's like, I have to ask you, like, are you wearing shoes or sandals? And I was like, they're kind of both, to be honest with you. There's They're open in the front and they're open in the back. So, I mean, they're kind of like sandals and they're kind of like shoes. She's like, yeah, I really wasn't sure. And I just like was feeling really weird about it. And I said, well, do you feel better now? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, good. I still wore my sandal shoes and I live my best life. I love those fucking shoes till the day, this day. And uh, I never see her. So who really fucking cares? So I leave you with that and I hope you have a wave making day.